Hello and welcome to the Holly Philippa podcast. Holly is a master trainer, fitness model, and online coach who likes to think outside the box when it comes to health, fitness, wellness, and spirituality. Taking a holistic view to health and fitness, Holly talks about topics that aren't just the usual within the fitness industry and delves deep into the body, mind, and soul interviewing incredible guests, sharing her journey, and the knowledge she's learned along the way with you. Welcome to the show. And welcome back to today's podcast. So today's podcast is on nutrition. I've done a little bit of an introduction into the world of nutrition, HP style, and I summarized the different topics that you guys might want to know more about. So macro calculations, ketogenic diet, intuitive eating, carb cycling, and a little bit of a view and an insight into my personal views. And I hope you guys all benefit from it and it adds value to you. It supports you and your goals within health, fitness, and wellness. I'm going to be doing a series as well. So each topic that I discuss in this little mini introduction, I am going to film a separate podcast, so think ketogenic diet, carb cycling, intuitive eating, how to calculate your macros, so watch out for that one guys, I hope you enjoy today's podcast, and as always, please do subscribe to my show, and if you would like to win a free coaching call with me, comment, leave a review, I'm going to be announcing the first winner next week, hope you enjoy the episode, and I will catch you next time. What's going on guys and welcome back to my podcast show. So I am coming from, well to you guys from my kitchen right now Um, and I have just cooked a yummy yummy breakfast, so yummy pre-workout breakfast. I've been with clients this morning from very early and I've come back home to record this which was a priority today because I want to make sure this goes out to you guys tomorrow and to cook a nice pre-workout keto breakfast. So for breakfast, I've made salmon fillet, which was cooked in coconut oil, Himalayan pink salt, apple cider vinegar, with some sauerkraut, which I warmed up, which is incredible for gut health, and one whole egg. So that is what is going to give me some brain fuel for today's podcast and some physical fuel for my workout, which today's workout is going to be a hot yoga So an intense vinyasa flow followed by a sauna. For anyone wants to know that, that is my workout schedule for the day. So nutrition, hot topic, lots of different theories out there, lots of different concepts, lots of strong views out there as well. And from what I have learned over my years of coaching, over my years of education, everything from biomedicine to pre and postnatal nutrition. I am going to try and condense for you, summarize and give you my personal, so this is my personal view guys, the HP way of how I like to look at nutrition and how I like to direct my clients and myself in the whole world of nutrition because it There's so much information out there and it truly is about finding what works for you. And there is no one correct way from a physical perspective, a mindset perspective, a behavioral perspective. There is not one way that suits all. Okay, we are all built differently. 
from when we are born, we develop these behaviors, patterns, uh, value sets. So it's so much deeper nutrition, eating, the topic of food than just doing this, doing that. And it's becoming self-aware. So self-awareness is a valuable tool to possess if you wish to achieve optimal health, optimize your nutrition, which is going to optimize your performance, your mindset, your well-being, your hormonal health, elevate you mentally, physically, spiritually. So yes, let's begin. What I want to firstly say to you guys is the fact that we need to listen to our bodies. I am a huge believer in this, both with myself, with my clients. Firstly, initially, when you come to me and you want me to coach you, I want you to become more self-aware and more in tune with your your behaviors, uh, how you feel, what your body's craving. And a great way to start noticing these behaviors and patterns is to start a food journal and becoming more aware of your relationship with food. Are you eating out of stress, using it as an emotional crutch, such as people do with alcohol, uh, recreational drugs, etc.? Are you using it as fuel? Are you using it to fuel and elevate and empower your body and your mind? Are you stuck in habits because of social circles? Maybe potentially your job requires a lot of networking, a lot of meals out. Are you making the right decisions here? So start a food journal, start a food log, start looking, assessing at your behaviors, at your patterns, and becoming more aware within yourself, within your cravings, within how your body feels mentally, physically is going to be... um, very supportive in regards to changing your habits for the better and improving your your nutrition on a whole. So my tip to you guys begin with starting a food, food journal, sorry, one or two weeks worth, 14 days, write it down, be honest with yourself, write down next to the food that you ate, how you felt, why did you do it, um, were you hungry, did you need post-workout fuel, have you got a goal, you aware that you need to be more mentally focused this day you have meetings so you kept your diet high fat protein or were you craving carbs because you were stressed make note become aware two intuitive eating now there are two ways that generally you've probably seen how people eat they track macros so their proteins carbohydrates and fats or they're more of an intuitive eater so they're listening to their body being like, right, okay, I crave this today, so this is what I need, this is what my body needs in order to perform correctly, because we have these cravings for a reason, whether it be from a a well-being perspective, a hormonal perspective, or a stressor perspective, potentially, intrinsic and extrinsic factors play a part. So, I'm going to actually start with macros. Personally, I prefer if people listen to their body, become accustomed to what they may need and intuitively eat. However, tracking macros is great if you have an end goal, if you are prepping for a competition, if you want to educate, educate, educate yourself 
in the world of nutrition. Educate yourself in the macro profile, the nutrient density of certain food groups. So you can use apps on your phone to track your food, track your macro intake, track your calorie intake. And this can be a good educational tool for you if you wish to learn more about what a certain food has got in it, such as, I don't know, an egg, the protein content, the fat pro content, um, or a sweet potato, the carbohydrate content, the whatever it may be. So that is a great tool if you're beginning your journey and want some more direction and education. And also if you're prepping for a photo shoot or a competition where you may need to adjust the macros of your plan to lean out for a specific goal or if you need that personally from a behavioral perspective to give you some direction. Now, there's always conflicting views on everything. There's always conflicting views on what's good with tracking macros, what's good with intuitive eating, what's bad. There's always positive and negatives, right? And that's what makes the world go wrong. Wrong? Round. <laughs> oh my God, I need more coffee this morning. That's what makes the world go round, right? So yin and yang. Okay, we need that balance all the time and it's good to always have an outlook on both perspectives and that's what I try to do with a lot of things within the whole world of nutrition. So again, there is this whole concept of being in a calorie deficit makes you drop body fat. Being in a calorie surplus makes you obviously build muscle or whatever it may be, put on body fat. Personally, I feel that it isn't just about being in a calorie deficit. It's the foods we consume, the quality of the foods we consume. Um, It also comes down to our stress levels, our digestive health, our gut health. There are so many different concepts which are going to affect body composition and our ability to be able to drop body fat, build muscle, genetics. There are so many different factors out there. So this is why it's important to find what works for you and having a healthy relationship with food will support you getting where you need to be. And that's why sometimes I am a fan of intuitive eating. And for example, a day of intuitive eating in my world can be let's intimate and fast from the hours of 9 p.m. till 1 p.m. So I've got a 16 hour fast in there where I will stay hydrated, drink black coffee and my mind set is on form it's focused it's strong it's productive and I have the ability to smash my sessions with my clients and smash my own training and then I today for example I might be craving um some fats so I'm gonna have some fat sources uh, salmon goat's cheese avocado uh, whole eggs that kind of thing and cook my foods in coconut oil and butter and if I'm craving carbohydrates potentially because I'm stressed I'm during my period whatever it may be I'm gonna sit back listen to that and be like right my body needs extra fuel now where am I gonna get these carbohydrate sources from sweet potato or Krispy Kreme donuts and I will have a Krispy Kreme donut if I'm really if in the mood for it or if I'm going to find that enjoyment from it. So again, 
even from this whole podcast, guys, you can probably see that there are no specific rules in regards to nutrition. And if I was going to break it down to super simplistic points of how to achieve fantastic, great, healthy, well nutrition relationships, etc., these would be my points. One, to eat whole foods and eliminate processed foods. So think whole organic produce where you can. Tip two, this would be to be mindful when you eat. So before you consume your food, breathe, 10 deep breaths, support digestive health, digestive health, gut health, and consume foods that are going to support gut health, support digestive health, apple cider vinegar, Himalayan pink salt, uh, sauerkraut, kefir, all that kind of thing, and breathing. So I'll let you into a funny story. I like my food, as you all know. I was having lunch with a friend, starving, had a coffee, uh, elevated heart rate, um, wanted to eat my food, and I smashed, like literally, I had, um, okay, don't judge me guys, it was a toasty. Um, Cut it in half. This was in Costa, carby day, and bit it into it, and it was roasting and I burnt my mouth. There is a point here, guys. So I was too quick to eat that food. I should have been more mindful. Like the person I was having lunch with sat there, breathed, 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 how let me say the word, breathed, took a few breaths, calmed my system down, gone into my parasympathetic nervous system, so I'm feeling calm, my digestive system's kicking in, and then eating the food. So digestive health. One, eating clean whole foods. Two, digestive health is key. And three, if I was to give you my third point from nutrition, which is, of course, hydration. So this would be my third point to, from my opinion, in regards to what's going to help you achieve. Staying hydrated, drinking water, drinking your fluid, because that will stop you becoming dehydrated, feeling hungry when you're actually dehydrated, supports optimal brain function, optimal mindset, optimal performance, and your skin is going to look so much better. Clients come to me, and so I've got in front of me at the moment some water with mint in it. Mint being good to settle nausea, another topic, I'll, I'll go on to that. And so when clients come to me, first thing I will get them to do is drink more water because guaranteed they will not be consuming enough water to support results, detoxification, energy levels, mindset. And you think of a plant when it needs watering and then you water that plant and it blooms, it goes greener, it lifts Imagine we are that plant and a human being. That is exactly the same concept for us. We need to stay hydrated to perform at our best and make the correct decisions. And it's going to obviously support a lot of processes, chemical processes within our body. So we perform correctly. And see, this is how my brain works, guys. Because now I'm thinking of water. I'm thinking of the full moon, which was a couple of, no, last Monday and how we are so um, affected. People that are in tune with their body are affected by the moon more so because the moon affects the tide. And if you think, I think we are 80, 
water predominantly, cells, fluid, intra and extracellular water levels and how that affects us as well. But I will do a different podcast on the moon, the full moon and how it can affect us. As you guys know, I am, I like to look at health and fitness more holistically potentially than other coaches may. This isn't right or wrong. This is just my view, my opinion and what how I find gets results with my clients, my team, people I've worked with in the past and personally and just people generally in my world. And I do feel that the fitness industry at the moment is becoming more open, more aware and um yeah, to the concept of even I went to a seminar with Ben Pakulski a couple of weekends ago, which was incredible. I learned so much and I'm already sharing a lot of that knowledge, which I learned with my team. And a key concept there was just breathe, walk, meditate. Ben is a professional bodybuilder um, and he has been in the fitness industry for years, such an icon in the industry. And he now is becoming more open to the fact of meditation and the benefits of it hormonally, from stress levels, body composition, uh, quality of life. And I, ju- I just love that. And I do feel that it plays a massive role in results. And that's just how I work anyway, guys. But I'll be doing a little podcast on the moon, maybe. And if you guys want to hear any different podcasts or what you would like to hear, just drop me an email, holly at hollyphilippa.com or drop me a DM on the IG and let me know how you're finding these podcasts so far, what you're enjoying, what you'd like to learn more about. Share them on your stories. I'll share them back on mine. I appreciate your support so much. Like I literally love you guys for supporting my journey and Yes, yeah, so share, let me know what you guys want because my aim is to optimize your health, your well-being, your mindset, elevate your mind, body and soul. That is my aim and the more people that I can reach and help with that, the better. So back to nutrition. To summarize, to break it down, as I've got my yoga class, I should be setting off for that in about five minutes time. Find what works for you, Okay. Do some additional research into the different topics such as ketogenic diets, carb cycling, macro calculations, intuitive eating, uh, intermittent fasting. I will do separate podcasts on each of these topics for you. But this was just more of a kind of introduction, what's in my mind, what I wanted to share with you guys, what nutrition means to me, how we can make it work for us. And as I said, at the beginning, starting a food journal, listening to your body, becoming more aware of yourself, self-awareness, becoming aware of our monthly cycles for the females, becoming aware of our stress levels, trialing different things, consuming different foods, ensuring that you're getting enough macronutrients and nutrients from the foods that you're consuming, eating whole organic food and produce where you can, minimizing processed foods. Now, again, 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, be spot on, eat for health, eat for performance. 20% of the time, you know, me personally, I love looking forward to a meal. I love looking forward to going out with friends, 
a partner, whatever it may be, and enjoying that food. And, you know, it's a little bit naughty sometimes. You're like, should we get the ice cream? Should we not? And you get the ice cream, you find enjoyment from it. It's a social thing eating out. So 20% of the time, enjoy it. And gain a healthy relationship with food, guys. Just on another topic, which I will do also, alcohol. My big thing, I don't drink alcohol. You know, I'm not teetotal. So if I was at a wedding or an event and I'm like, hey, no, I I fancy a drink. I'm going to have a glass of champagne. I'm going to have a vodka and soda, whatever it may be. But on the whole, I do not drink alcohol because I really don't find the enjoyment of it. I find more enjoyment from food and I'd rather go out for a meal, have pizza, burger, fries, ice cream, than waste my nutrients or waste how my body processes foods on consuming alcohol. That is, again, another whole different podcast, guys, which I will go into. But I'm going to leave you with this. Being more mindful of your food choices is key. Starting a food journal to become more aware of your daily behaviors, your daily eating habits finding what works for you. If you want to track your macros, perfect. If you want to try intuitive eating and really listening to your body on a daily basis, perfect. Keep it 80-20. Enjoy life to the max. Food is there for fuel. It's there to power us. It's there to empower us. From caveman times, cavewoman times, you know, we run, we hunt our food then we eat. So there are so many ways and how it comes back into history and how we are built genetically. I would highly advise you guys to go out there, do some additional research into it too. Of course, if you need that additional accountability, please do drop me a DM on Instagram at hollyphilippa or email me holly at hollyphilippa.com and let's talk about your goals. Let's see if I can help you get to where you want to be. Drop me a DM, drop me an email and if I can help you, I will. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. This is a bit of a short, fiery, quick fire one. Um, Hopefully it's powered you up giving you a little bit of education in the world of nutrition, giving you some ideas and a bit of an insight into my world. So until next time, guys, stay happy, stay healthy, and I will catch you on the next episode.